0: Welcome, guys, to another episode of Youth Food Tea. Today, I have a guest, a very special one, because she was like, um, she came out with this name, Youth Food Tea, and she's one of like my great friends from college. She went through all of my um, dumbass sort of phase from <laughs> A-levels and um, probably up to right now. So let's have her. Um, hi, Dania. Hi, Jelly. How are you? <laughs> Do you know how I am? How am I? How I? Am? What the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, you know, Do I literally just spoke to you. <laughs> I know. Okay, but um, anyway. um yeah, you want to give a little bit of introduction yourself of yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, hi, guys. I'm Danya.
1: I am one of Jelly's greatest college friends. She's kind of obsessed with me. Who wouldn't be? Um, well, it's really nice being here right now
0: with Jelly because
1: it's been a while since we've chatted about personal stuff.
0: So I'm excited. <laughs> That's true. Um. So today we are going to talk about insecurities and anxiety. This is because I feel like, um, being in A levels or probably even like before. I think it height it heightened up during A levels. But mm-hmm. that was when I was really um. Sort of. I can't. I can't say like self centered, but I was really thinking about myself and overthinking everything and that was when my insecurities and anxieties really heightened up mm-hmm. and who, sh- who else should i like invite if it's not for my a-levels friend who was like with me you know through that period so <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but to start dania do you want to like go through what are you basically like what what are your insecurities or like what were your insecurities um well it's still
1: very much of big insecurity of mine um oh well it's always been I guess everything about myself I'm so used to comparing myself to other people um well we're already getting so deep um,
0: no um that's true like um I compare myself with others like a lot as well mm-hmm. and I think that's also one of the base of my insecurities but as you were saying I don't want to, yeah you're saying
1: no, um, but yeah, it's just, it's frustrating because I'm 20, I'm already in my 20s and yet I'm still so worried about what people think about me and I I have to like sit and think about how I should act so that people don't like automatically dislike me, which is such a frustrating mentality to have because after a while it gets very exhausting to keep up like this um facade in a way.
0: And um yeah. Um You know it's true for it's true for me as well. Like mm-hmm. um I also think a lot on like how I should act and how mm-hmm. I should speak or were my past actions or my past or like whatever I just said was hurtful or rude. If mm-hmm. I don't get like the response that I want. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, is there something about me? And I think That really happens with, um, I guess, my friends. Mm -hmm. I don't really. It doesn't really matter to me to my family because I know, like towards the end, they know how am I as a person, and I don't Mm -hmm. really, and I don't mean harm on them. But what I'm really afraid is that some, like my friends, would think that I said something to hurt them when, Mm -hmm. really, it's just um, being. Like, being... Like, just having it as a joke or... Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might just be a mistake. I don't know. Because I don't think... I feel like my friends or at least the people that I do get in touch with would never say something just to hurt, like, our friends and, like, yeah. our close circles, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, like, at least when... Um, like, my biggest insecurity is how people think of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, my peers. Yeah. Um, So, I think this is really because of... This really depends if... Like, depends how close am I with that person as well. Mm -hmm. So, if, you know, if it's like with you, I don't mind if... (laughs) Like, I say something sarcastic or, like, rude and you will be like, "Uh," and you will be like, you you won't say you you won't be, you won't take offense yeah. for it right you'll be like yeah I know I'm like I feel like um yeah so that's 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 one of my insecurities because mm-hmm. I feel that I'm not very close to people and it's really hard for me to get close with, with people as well mm-hmm. um like for me I would just overthink a lot of my um insecurities and I don't know how to phrase this because it's not very clear in my mind but there's just lots of like moments and I feel that the reason for this insecurity is because I think when I was in primary school uh, or I think up to like secondary school I have like groups of friends that not I wouldn't I wouldn't say um, I wouldn't want to direct this to anyone because we were so young back then, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was like in a group of friends, and some people would like chat about the other person like behind their backs and mm-hmm. when I witnessed everything, I'm like, "If you can do that to her, you can do that to me too, you know mm-hmm. so that's like why I was really self conscious about my own actions, and also like in high school, <clears throat> I don't know. I think like some of my close friends in high school and all this, but when I first entered into a new school, right, um, there's this senior that I've never spoken to. I don't even know if I can say this, but... um, (laughs) But um, she came to me and she was like... No, she came to one of my friends and she was like, I don't like this girl. And that girl like meant me and I don't even know her. Like I've never spoken to her. I've never seen her face whatsoever. You know, and I was like, why are people judging me before like they know me, and what am I putting in the like on the outset that people think this way of me? You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think that is when I became really really self conscious about my own actions and what I can say, and that also limited my that also sort of like brought myself esteem down. And I can say that it's also one of the reasons why I doubt my own actions and I doubt my own like words, whatever I say up until now, because <clears throat> I'm not very close to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I think because of that closeness, I overthink if they really truly don't hate me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is one of my insecurities with... Like amongst friends, like yeah. up until now, I can say, um, we, we can be, we can like talk a lot, we can like, um, chat whatsoever, but deep down, I don't know if I have that trust for that person or like mm-hmm. that friend. If I have never seen her, if I have like, if if I have seen her like speaking badly about someone, or mm-hmm. um, if. I've never seen her, like, at, not, not to say at her lowest, because, you know, sometimes you show yourself, you show your lowest to someone else because you trust them. Yeah. Right? So, <clears throat> I feel like that's the way for me. Like, if you trust me, then I can trust you. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what what do you feel like? How, do you relate to this?
1: Yeah, I definitely yeah, do. I think we're pretty much on the same boat. um But my thing is, um, I just automatically assume that everyone hates me even before they get to know me because I've kind of like I I think this is such a bad habit of like viewing myself but I just assume that there's no reason to like me at all and that um, like what is the point in like even being my friend when I have nothing to give to the person at all in the friendship so it's
0: like it's a little that's, that's so untrue because like <laughs> why are we friends then <laughs> I don't know like I don't do it like okay dude, like you're so funny and you're just so caring so why like sometimes I don't like you know like right now I'm like telling you as the person who's like insecure mm-hmm. I'm like telling you it's not the way it is like um you're why like I just like, for me, I just don't understand why would you think everyone would secretly hate you? Because, like, I don't. And I'm pretty sure our friends don't as well. But, like, right to me,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: don't know about that as well, you know? Exactly. So th- yeah, exactly. Like, I can tell you that it's not. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell for myself. And I'm like, I'll tell you, like, you're overthinking. But for mm-hmm. myself, I'm like, uh, th- that kind of thing, you know? But, yeah. But-
1: that we're both overthinking it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is like. So frustrating. Because like. You're such an amazing person. You've been such <laughs> a good friend to me.
0: Dude. Like, I don't. You know like. The moment you said that. I don't even know why I'm like. Doubting it already. No. No. Because
1: like. You've been. We've been through so much together. Especially through like. Yeah. A-levels. Mm-hmm. And um. You've helped me through it. So much. Like, yeah, I, I will never understand why you doubt
0: yourself because there's nothing to, like, doubt yourself about. You know, okay, um, I don't know. I feel like because I can't really say this out because it's not very clear in my mind. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, my feelings right now aren't very obvious. But I think it's also when I'm upset when I'm insecure, when I'm overthinking, like, Mm -hmm. that is when all of my feelings were really, really um, uh, apparent. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's so hard for me to think because, like, I think deep down, you know for yourself that you're not that way, that Mm -hmm. you're thinking. So it's quite hard for me to say, but I guess that would be a part two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, as you were saying, you were talking about like A levels and how much Mm -hmm. struggles we went through. Like I think when I was doing my A levels, that was when I first had an anxiety attack. I don't know. I don't know if it's an anxiety attack for one, like for sure, because I never seen like a psychologist or anything for that. Mm -hmm. But okay, so like basically, I think up until um A two, like one month to A two. Yeah, I was. Feeling so nervous, and I was just, just in a very bad phase. Mm -hmm. I felt like that's also because I've never, like I didn't feel peace. Like I didn't feel, I was never at peace. Mm -hmm. Um, wherever I was. Yeah. So like, so like I would, you know, like I, um, I stayed in Sami Monash, right? Mm -hmm. And also. I had my house and I mean like I I also I also stay in my house right yeah Yeah, yeah, obviously and also I studied in a library and another place is one of an apartment yeah yeah Yeah, so I think it was all how do I say this because I felt that wherever I was I was not at peace Mm -hmm. so when I was in Monash my room was really small so I felt really claustrophobic and Mm -hmm. I went back to my house to study. So, when I did that, I realized I I had too many distractions. So, I was like, no, I can't do this. Then I went to an apartment to leave. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: in that apartment, I was all alone with all of my thoughts. And no one was there to assure me that things were okay. And I wasn't speaking to anyone there, you know, I had like no social interactions at all because I thought like um, spending time on WhatsApp, spending time on Instagram was just a waste of time. And so, and also because the apartment had really bad Wi Fi. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had like no social interaction at all. So, I was just alone with my thoughts, mm-hmm. with whatever I was supposed to do, like pass your papers and everything. Yeah. And that really affected me because it was just me, myself, again, my thoughts. And my thoughts are bad. And I couldn't like fight my thoughts, you know, like I mm-hmm. couldn't defend myself from it. So, then it was just really painful and I remember crying and screaming and like hiding myself in a cupboard because I needed somewhere safe and um I, I guess it's like you know the feeling where someone hug you. I can't remember what hormone is it. Is it like serotonin? I don't know.
1: I think it's serotonin. I'm so not like sure.
0: <laughs> I think I think like um being in a cupboard like, mm-hmm. hiding in a cupboard it sort of gives you that feeling because, you know, you're so closed up. Yeah. And you're alone. And I remember, like, taking naps in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. And Like, thinking about it, it's just so... It's so, like, ridiculous that I've been in that phase because mm-hmm. right now, I'm like, why couldn't I control my emotions better when I think 50% I think more than 50% of the people who were doing A-levels were not doing that, you know? And I hated myself for that. Because, like, if I can't control my emotions, then then how do I give myself the confidence that I'll be able to handle bigger situations in the future? Yeah. So, that's also, like, one of my insecurities. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, um, on your hand, like, when you were dealing with A-levels, like, how was everything for you? I just
1: wow revisiting a-levels um it was it was bad and i did talk to you about it um yeah but i think this one is that one memory that really sticks out i remember we had a low exam and i didn't sleep all night because i couldn't it was a morning paper too and i couldn't sleep i I think like around five in the morning. I just looked at like my notes and I was just crying because in that moment I just knew I was going to disappoint everyone in my life yet again. And um, like, and I had a lot of those moments, but I really, really wanted to do well for law because our law law lecturer he was like really nice and. Um, I just wanted to make him proud you know not myself yeah no one else but him like yes I wanted to do it for myself but I wanted to like make him proud I wanted to do it for him and I remember like looking at my notes that like morning and I was just crying because I just realized that it was never gonna happen and that I would never amount to like the person I dreamt of in my head. And it's like, I don't know. Oh, A-levels really, like, beat my confidence up. Like,
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, seriously. I remember, I th- I think we're both of us in this. Like, uh, I remember having... Oh, it was AS, right? That mm-hmm. we didn't have... Because, okay, I, I think... Okay, let me tell you. When you studied law for A-levels, I think, mm-hmm. like, this is definitely, like, my opinion, but I think it's quite impossible to memorize every single thing in the book, yeah <clears throat> like all the topics, so you sort of have to like choose topics mm-hmm. and I remember I only had okay we're supposed to answer three questions out of six or was it out of twelve uh, out of six, I think yeah out of six, yeah and I only had two questions that I could answer <laughs> for a s yeah. you know and that. Moment when I was writing my, uh, when I was sitting in the AS hall, that exam hall, I was like, I was like shit my life, and you know, I was looking at um everyone else. They're just busy writing, and that really, I felt like I could have and I could have had like yeah, an anxiety yeah. attack then mm-hmm. and there, but I really like swallow every gulp or i don't know whatever it is like i just kept breathing and breathing and breathing i'm like no i have to even if this even if it's just like this two questions i have to write it to the best yeah that i remember i remember like just don't think just don't think just don't Mm -hmm. think and just write it all out you know Mm -hmm. i remember that so well and i think after the entire exam we all cried, right? Yeah, we... I I remember
1: that. Like, we all cried. I have photos of that day.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. I think, like... It was really so bad for me. Mm-hmm. And then, how was I like, thinking to myself, but I want to get a law degree in the future, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, what is wrong with me? Like, if I can't even do a simple A-level exam paper, yeah. then how am I supposed to do like my degree mm-hmm. and my bar exam and also um helping others in the future where you actually get paid and really taking actual responsibility for others, you know. So yeah. That was really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Like um I can't even imagine like next time during my bar, like or even my summer exams this year. How am I supposed to deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that really that really like Yeah. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. But progressing with university, right? How how is it with you right now? Um, I'm like I feel like I'm
1: once again in my like um I have like my A levels mindset. Yet again, I just feel like I'm gonna be disappointing people again. And it's so frustrating because like no matter how hard I work I just never end up getting the results that I want and I put a lot of effort in you know I'm like I, I get that I'm not a naturally smart person so I put in a lot more effort but I feel like nothing really works out for me at the end like all that effort just goes to waste and it's it's so frustrating because like I can slowly feel myself slipping back into that mindset Where I all I did was just cry about how like I'm not gonna amount to
0: anything. Um, Yeah, you know it's it's the same for me as well. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I've been putting in a lot of I wouldn't say I don't know if I can say a lot of effort because I don't know how are like the rest of the law students doing. You know, because what if. I'm putting in my 100%, but they're putting like 150%. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's also like why I feel that like whatever I do, like the essays that I write, just never get the results that I want. Mm-hmm. Even though I do what I think was the best. Mm-hmm. And you know, that doubted me as well. And it made me insecure about like, the future as well. Yeah. because... If my best is only like this great then how am I supposed to do like what am I supposed to do in the future, you know? Mm-hmm. And also it's just lots of like can I really do this? Like mm-hmm. would if people are getting the good grades and I'm not, you see you see it's a lot of comparison with others actually. Yeah. And also um with this podcast mm-hmm. I like when I first started. Um, even on the first episode, right? I was so happy because so many people like messaged me, mm-hmm. and um, like it. I didn't had I didn't have any expectations for like the number of plays, for like the podcast and everything. But when it hit like a double digit, I was like, wait, what? Then I was like, wow, like shock and everything. Mm-hmm. But the moment I explored more podcasts on spotify mm-hmm. and on instagram with like so many more views and um so many more lights and everything that whole thing just made me feel like um it's not even that great anyway like this entire thing so but it's not you know like i feel that for me i had to restart to the reason why I had to like restart my entire thinking to Mm -hmm. the reason why I started this podcast and everything. It's not the number of views and everything or it's the number of like, it's not, but it's more of like sharing my own experiences and sort of like creating this as a time capsule for me to listen to when I was was, like 50, you know, capturing my thoughts and my perspective like right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that gave me, comfort Mm -hmm. and that sort of like I if I would be like oh if overthinking is a sickness then I would like cure that (laughs) that overthinking on insecurity but really I feel that the moment you compare with someone it totally discredit your effort and your results Mm -hmm. and it's so unhealthy uh, but the thing is that every one of us we are guilty of doing mm -hmm. it right Like, whether it's conscious or unconscious, we do compare ourselves with each other, like everyone Mm -hmm. else. Yeah, and you know with that saying, right, LinkedIn has put in so much, like, pressure and stress on me because I have just been seeing so many people, like, getting first-class honors or they get into this firm, Mm -hmm. like, this job whatsoever. It's, like, so... Daunting for yourself because like would I get there and who went through like what I'm going yeah. through right now and became and like became mm-hmm. successful, that kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, that's like really one of my insecurities regarding like career and like academy Yeah. yeah. So I think it really relates to you speaking about like um how you feel that you're not doing well. Mm-hmm. I feel that... Do you think, like, all of us feel that way, even though we're the best? I think... Like, imagine you're the best of the school, like, in the mm-hmm. school, but do you feel that I way? Think so. Do you think, like, they will feel that way? I'm pretty sure
1: everyone goes through this at one point in their life. We're just going through it constantly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think right. so, I guess, because, like really, I feel that, um, oh my gosh, no, like, when I was doing UPSR, I had no insecurities at all. I was like, yeah, shit, I can do UPSR, <laughs> like, I'll definitely get the A's. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, when it went up to IGs, mm-hmm. like IGCSE, then to A-levels, and to right now, that's when I realized my insecurities all um Skyrocketed, yeah. yeah. No, I think, so like,
1: No, I think I'm on the
0: same boat as well. I
1: think when we hit IG and then A-levels and now uni, everything just...
0: Do you think it's because of, like, puberty? Probably.
1: or I think you become a lot more self-aware of yourself after you hit a certain age. And you have a lot of pressure, you know? Not just, like... From your family and friends, but also societal pressure. So yeah,
0: yeah, and also like another of my insecurity. I'm just like telling so many, like so many of (laughs) like. I feel like another one. It's also about public Mm -hmm. speaking. I feel that a lot of my confidence dropped during high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I felt like... I i don't know if I can blame this on puberty though because... Um, when I was in high school, I feel that... I felt that like my mood changed yeah. a lot. Like mood swings and everything. And... I was always at a very depressed mm-hmm. state. And I never told anyone like why. Like the actual mm-hmm. reason why. I've never told anyone like even to my mm-hmm. parents or like my friends whatsoever I, I was just like keeping everything to myself and it was so mm-hmm. painful you know because I was looking for that assurance from someone but I'm not telling them what's wrong and they can't give me the assurance mm-hmm. or like <clears throat> yeah so that really um, lowered mm-hmm. my confidence and I didn't want to speak to anyone you know and I felt that Every like everything is so much better without me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like um like a bunch of group like the group is like a group mm-hmm. of friends are like happier, louder, yeah. um having more fun like without mm-hmm. me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it's just like so much more to that, but I guess that is when um my confidence dropped and I didn't want to speak to anyone and it sort of made me quiet, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess. I think, and that's when I realize um, my public speaking skill. Sp- like, oh my gosh, my pu- my public speaking skills or like the way mm-hmm. I speak, just it. Yeah, I I can't like, I can't say that um, I don't have mm-hmm. confidence in speaking, but. My confidence comes with insecurities, and how I'm afraid people will pinpoint my grammar yeah. mistake or the way I pronounce words or um, the way mm-hmm. I stutter or like the like my bad habits of mm-hmm. speaking. Like for instance, um, I always say you know, like, okay. like way too much of this, and I'm just like, hmm. How do I say this? I'm just afraid of how people mm-hmm. think of me. Mm-hmm. That's really like one of my insecurities, and that's also one of the reasons why I created this podcast. So I can, as I so I can like pinpoint exactly how I do not like the way I speak, and you know, correct yeah. it. I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of like <laughs> mm, one of the my insecurities, mm-hmm. of public speaking, but do you have do do you relate to this or like um um...
1: I think I do as well but before I go on to that you know when you were saying how you think people um are happier without you around I feel like that's completely false (laughs) because you're truly I feel like you're truly the life of the party like in our friend group you're just the liveliest one you know i denied yes.
0: it. <laughs> yes you are and um i don't know it's... i don't know but sometimes don't you think like you dub yourself or i don't know like um with other kind of I, friends i i feel like mm-hmm. you know with you guys i'm really comfortable mm-hmm. but with like other groups of friends i'm quite mm-hmm. afraid of myself and i don't really like speak out my actual yeah. opinion that sort of thing yeah, I okay, but yeah, I it really depends on how close mm-hmm. you are to that person and that's when you are comfortable and your confidence don't yeah. drop, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But yeah, you were saying about um public speaking or like the way oh, you speak.
1: I've definitely like sat yeah. and thought about that a lot. I I'm never happy with my speech. I just don't think I'm very I don't know. It's like my English is my first language, but I just don't feel like I speak it right, you know. Um, and it's not even just that, but I realized that I tend to stutter a lot more when I get very comfortable with people. And what do you mean? No, I, I I realize it. I don't know if y'all realize it, but I just stutter a lot more and it really has done a lot to my confidence in terms of how it's like made me feel even worse about my speech and I don't know how to correct it because it just the stutter comes out of nowhere and I don't know how to stop it I don't know (laughs) but
0: yeah mm -hmm. you know like for me one of um you see, like, I'm already starting right now. Like, one of the things that I hate myself the most is stuttering mm-hmm. and not being able to actually convey mm-hmm. my opinions and, like, my, my message whatsoever, and like, form a really good sentence, yeah. that kind of thing. Because I feel that very often I'm very... Com- oh, yeah, it's like I'm really comfortable mm-hmm. with people that it's either I'm really nervous or I'm really comfortable that I don't really yeah. care that kind of thing, and that sort of affected how I really speak in, <clears throat> how I really speak to like yes. people in a formal occasion. I guess, yeah. So, that that's really, um, I don't know. I feel that okay. Creating a podcast for this is one of the, like how I want yeah. to improve. I hope like you guys. I hope like you know some people they go through like um episode. 20 mm-hmm. or like 10 then I'm like oh yeah you, improv- I hope like mm-hmm. that really happens but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but um, do you have anything to add I on just, to this? Um, I mean I can I feel like in terms of insecurities
1: and anxiety stuff like I can just keep going on and on
0: yeah but you know um, let's circle back to like e mm-hmm. levels do you feel like it, like okay, uh let's go back to when you think your insecurities was the worst? because I felt that like for mine is during A levels. I think
1: mine this is um yeah, I think mine was during A levels as well. I think that's what that's when it was at its worst, because I just I didn't know how to deal with anything. I was feeling so many emotions. And um, I was also, I think I did tell you about this as well. There's a point where I would text you and I'd be like, I feel so disgusted with myself and I it myself, you know? And I think I told you about that. And that went on for a while as well. And like, not only did it like affect me emotionally, but it also af- impacted the way I looked at myself as well. Like, I just, it was so hard to, um, like, A levels in itself was such a hard time for me. And it was just a hard time for all of us because we all of us were going through different things. And I also, I also felt very selfish because all I did was talk about myself when I knew that you guys were going through the same things or even worse, you know?
0: But, you know, like the point where you said you felt that you were mm-hmm. really selfish, I feel like that's really the opposite because, you know, with with you telling me um your feelings, like mm-hmm. your genuine feelings, everything, that I feel like secure or I feel like, okay, there's a trust mm-hmm. within us. And also, um, listening to people's stories, also sort of like where we can relate, where we can yeah. share our burdens and share our mm-hmm. like, emotions, I feel like that is also how how people like in like dealing with their insecurities sort of, sort of like move on as so well. Because like I'm not the only one in this yeah. journey, you know, like someone's with me and we know we can like do it mm-hmm. together, that sort of thing. Yeah, so I feel like that's totally not selfish at all. Like speaking about your insecurities or like, speaking about how you need help, that sort of thing, that's totally mm-hmm. not selfish at all. Like you shouldn't think that way, you know. Like yeah. even like right now, do you feel that it's harder to deal with insecurities with like without your family or um closer friends. I I don't know. I, I mean, like just friends because mm-hmm. like you're in the UK. I
1: I think I'm going through the same thing as well. Every time I try to open up, I just feel so mm-hmm. selfish because instead of just I I could just stay quiet and like listen to them speak. You know, why do I have to burden burden mm-hmm. them with my problems? Like, I don't know. That's like the mentality I have. And it sucks that there are moments where I wish you guys were there with me. Because it was like, I could, I don't know, y'all, you guys like really understood me. I think that's why we clicked really well in college.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of groups with their insecurities
1: but there are day's where i'm just sitting here and i'm like i wish you guys were here cuz it it's been such a long time since i've seen you and and it, it also goes back to like oh my gosh now they have now that we've barely spoken and um we haven't seen each other in a while does it mean that they hate me <laughs> you know yeah, mm
0: mm-hmm. you know like um you know when they say when, when you say something, when you, when you say that um, you, you sort of like mm-hmm. hope that we were yeah. there like mm-hmm. with you in UK, it happened to me as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when, and that's when, you know, like I think mm-hmm. last last year, like 2019 or 2020, I was like texting you, I was like, mm-hmm. I really can't, um, like, I really wish and I can't wait mm-hmm. for you guys to be here. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Like, I really, I felt that it's harder to, like, because I've already had that support, you know, Mm -hmm. like, from you guys. And, like, so I was, like, really hoping Mm -hmm. you were there and everything. But I was, like, picturing and then, like, going to London, that sort of thing, like, having trips, that Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And, but you guys weren't there. I was, like, uh, yeah, that, yeah. And then, like, right now, I'm not in the UK. You're I think, especially at the
1: beginning when I first moved in and everything, I was,
0: Yeah. I don't know why
1: I was so quiet. Like, I am generally like a quiet person until I open up. No, see, until I open up to people. Yeah, 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 it was really hard because um, I just didn't know how to open up to people and I just kept to myself and I'm pretty sure people perceive me as like a rude person or whatever and I understand why because I was so quiet but I just I just didn't know how to and I was clinging on to you guys a lot. Um, especially in the first month because I really wanted you guys to be there we talked about it we talked about like, coming to the UK together some of us said yeah
0: no 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 you guys say you know the reason why I applied to Warwick <laughs> is because you guys said you're coming to Warwick and like turns out I'm the only one oh there gosh, we did <laughs> I was like so sad but okay anyway but you're not um, too far away you know you're like yeah. This that's true, <laughs> but it's still this turns <laughs> apart. But anyway, uh, you know I was really worried for you when you yeah. left to the UK because I remember like your yeah. visas had issue, and then uh, and then like with COVID and everything, I was like, do you really want to mm. go there like right now? Because you don't like, know anyone there yeah. yet, and both like Abby and I we mm-hmm. we weren't gonna go to like the UK and like our schools our schools were like uh you don't have to and I don't get like why your school I know. said that you had to mm-hmm. and I was so afraid and I was so afraid also because um uh I, I was like because you said during mm-hmm. like first month as you were saying the first month you weren't like mm-hmm. meeting people and because yeah. it was also online lectures, right? And then you and because of that, you didn't really have like a chance to meet new people and everything. So I was really afraid for you because like I I met friends yeah. through lectures and like um mm-hmm. Malaysian mm-hmm. societies events, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have that. So I was like, I know, like how like exactly. what should I do, you know? And so like I'm really glad like right now that you have Really, two supportive friends, like yeah. supportive friends that I see, and I'm yeah so grateful yeah, like, for them.
1: Like, I mean, if they if they're mm-hmm. listening to this right now, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like no, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm really grateful because um, if I like because I met them through the Malaysian and Singaporean society, and if mm-hmm. I and you were the one, you were the one who told me to go to that like. You pushed me. Yeah, I pushed you. Um, if I didn't, I wouldn't have met yeah. them. And I'm really glad you pushed me to go for it. Um because <laughs> otherwise I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'd be like crying to you. Um how like, oh my gosh, no one likes me. I'm like all alone in the UK, you now But it's different now and like, yes, I miss you guys so much. And you, like, we have to go to places to eat. There are a few places that we have to go to and everything. Mm-hmm. And There's so we many have vegan to, We have places. to go. <laughs> but, like, I'm also glad that um, <clears throat> despite all my anxieties and insecurities, I was able to, like, find people and become friends with them. Mm-hmm. So... But it it's all thanks to you. Cause if you didn't push
0: me. No, don't don't credit me. Like it's like honestly, all I did is just tell you to go. But like it really was mm-hmm. like your own effort, your own legs to walk there and like to approach those like yeah, to approach uh-huh. your friends and everything, right? So <laughs> don't credit me for like that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like like you said, I feel that like, um people around you really will mm-hmm. help you with your insecurities, especially when um, uh, mm-hmm. they give you the assurance and they give yeah. you like comfort and telling you that it's actually okay. You're not mm-hmm. going this alone. You're, go- you're not going through um, like your insecurities alone. And you know, when people opening up to you and sharing their emotions, that's really how you yeah. will actually overcome it as well. Maybe not exactly overcome it, but more of like, Being able to um fight Mm -hmm. like fight against it. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like to defend your Mm -hmm. negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Like yeah, I feel like with sharing like sharing in like sharing with others and um having that assurance Mm -hmm. with from someone, then it really will help you with your insecurities because I don't because like um for me, I feel that when I tell people and you know like for example even in this podcast itself it really sort of like
1: yeah, not yeah. to
0: say boost my confidence but it sort of um gave me that uh mm-hmm. comfort and yeah and opening up opening up is literally yeah. the step one I guess oh and also mm-hmm. journaling how you feel lately I've been mm-hmm. trying to like journal why I feel these emotions and like yeah. how should I avoid mm-hmm. it in the future? That kind of thing. I feel like it really helps. Then, yeah, I think I might do that too because <laughs> like a lot of people have said that it's good, yeah, yeah. Uh, and because of that, right? I bought a planner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the reason why I bought no, the reason why I sort of like made myself to journal things is because i bought an expensive planner <laughs> so I'm like, i need to use this <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and and it helps so um yeah but anyway uh Danya what would you like to like advise people who are going through it probably the same journey the same mm-hmm. the same yet different journey with like with you and um you know of all ages what would Um, you tell them
1: honestly I know it's really hard right now but trust me that it Mm -hmm. will get better I know it's a very cliche cliche thing to say because like in the moment you're like it's never gonna get better but it will Um, and focus a lot more on yourself and just know that the people around you are always gonna be there for you they're always gonna be there to help you through it so just open up to them um and don't keep it to yourself because keeping it to yourself is just gonna hurt more <laughs> so jelly open up to me <laughs> you better mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: you too you too you too. You open up to me too oh i think another thing is because of like i meant uh all of mm-hmm. my friendships are low maintenance so it's quite hard sometimes when i feel that i want to yeah. Tell someone something, but mm-hmm. I've not been like talking to them. So is it is it awkward to do that? Like for me. So it's I feel
1: not. Like, like you can but think, come anytime and right? say anything.
0: <laughs> but you see, mm-hmm. that's the step that sometimes people and yeah. obviously me don't take. And I think that is really how sure. your insecurities let, and yeah. it's just dragged longer and mm-hmm. probably even deeper. So yeah, so even though... Like, even with friends, like, you don't really speak to, but you have mm-hmm. your full trust in them. Like, really yeah. just open up my ears. Yeah. Like, I really agree with you. Just, mm-hmm. like, everything will be fine. Um, have... Even though you have, like, negative thoughts, you have insecurities with yourself, but you always have to have an uh, optimistic mm-hmm. big picture of your future. And I hope that will be a motivation for yourself to Mm -hmm. overcome these insecurities or like just to reduce these insecurities and really focus on who you want to become instead of who you were and what your insecurities were dragging you for. So I think that for me is an advice. Mm -hmm. I myself have to use it as well because I'm totally guilty of overthinking on my insecurities, but, um, all in all, all in all, I just hope that uh, sometimes when you show your weaknesses, yeah. that is your strength. So mm, don't be afraid, and people around you mm-hmm. won't try to harm you. I feel. Yeah. So that's really yeah. all from us today. Uh, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, Dania, any like. Yeah. I know I've already asked you to like give a short advice whatsoever, whatever but like one last sentence to like wrap up this entire um, episode what would you say? Uh, Don't be sad be a stripper yeah. Woo!
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that is uh, yeah. Ooh, Dania, I am not say anything about it advice, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes like being funny really helps with being oh be sarcastic about your insecurities i do that all the time (laughs) i do that too so yeah um i Mm -hmm. hope you guys enjoy this episode and you know if you want to share your if you want to share your insecurities maybe i'll um yeah we can share i guess and like we can talk about it maybe Mm -hmm. have another episode on it and um yeah so, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. It's no, but J-Hall. they have I usually to. don't do this, but uh, it's on my mm-hmm. notes. It's on my notes. I mean, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, for you to, like, be updated on when my... <laughs> mm-hmm. When, like,
1: my episodes, like, um,
0: mm-hmm. gets, gets no, uploaded. Oh, my God, I
1: feel so, like... So I feel so weird doing it, but,
0: yeah. Uh... <laughs> so... Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have anything to share, can always DM me, and you know, we'll talk about it and probably just gain knowledge of each other and yeah, support each other. Yeah. So thank you for listening to well, this thank episode, you for yeah. having me as well. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> okay, yay. Bye-bye.